0: If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. John 15, verse 18. And before we begin our podcast on The True Vine, part three, as always, I would like to ask for guidance and wisdom from our Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If the world hates you, ye know that it hated me before it hated you. And that word world um, comes from the uh, Greek word, which is cosmos. And cosmos um, can be defined as the ungodly multitude the whole mass of men alienated from God and therefore hostile to the cause of Christ. Verse 19. If ye were of the world, the world would love his own. So again, referring to the ungodly man of the world. Man, no gender intended. But because ye are not of the world... But I, Jesus talking here, have chosen you out of the world. Therefore, the world hateth you. So Jesus is saying that he has drawn, chosen his disciples from these group of individuals. And now the world hate them as they hated Jesus first. Verse 20, remember the word I said unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, Jesus speaking again, referring to himself, they will also persecute you. If they have kept my saying, they will keep yours also. Again, This chapter is about the true vine. Jesus is the vine. We are the branches. Anyone who abides by the vine, who remains in the vine, will bear fruit. So, and in order to bear fruit, we have to keep the sayings, the word of our Lord. And if they are unable to keep the sayings of his disciples, which the disciples are part of the vine, then anyone that hears the disciples' word will keep it as well. Verse 21. But all these things will they do unto you for my name's sake, because they know not him that sent me. So basically Jesus is saying that, the disciples, and us included, who follows Jesus, will see persecution. We will be persecuted. And some people will think they are persecuting us in Jesus' name or in in our Father's name. But they they don't know who sent him. So who sent Jesus is our Heavenly Father, Jesus and God are one, which is explained in the previous chapter, uh, John 14. Uh, actually, in verse 11, it says, believe me, this is Jesus speaking, believe me that I am the father and the father in me, or else believe me for the very work's sake. And where Jesus is talking about the work he has done. All the miracles he has performed while he was here. Verse twenty two. If I have not come and spoken unto them and again and he's speaking to um I guess so to speak, the non believers, not the individuals who do not believe Jesus is the Messiah, the sent one, God in flesh. If I, have not spoke, if I have not come and spoken unto them, they had not had sin. But now they have no cloak for their sin. That was verse 22. So basically Jesus is saying that now there's no excuse. There's nothing covering their sin. They have seen the miracles. They have seen Jesus. Anyone who has seen Jesus, as we just read in the previous chapter, has seen the Father. And actually, in, in John uh, chapter nine, you know, the the chapter on how Jesus healed the blind man, um, took his blindness away, his and now he was able to see. Um, That was physically as well as literally as well as figuratively. So he used a very practical example of healing someone from the blind, allowing them to see, and also speaking spiritually in reference to people who claim they can see but don't, who are still blind. And when you get a chance, I encourage you to read that full chapter uh, of John chapter nine, he was re, he was speaking to the Pharisees there who claimed that they had the law and were waiting on their Messiah, and Jesus had came, but yet they still remained in their blindness, they could not see that Jesus is the true messiah verse twenty three He that hateth me hateth my Father also. So again, Jesus and our Father is one. Jesus and and God are one. So if they hated Jesus, they also hated the Father. Verse 24, if I have not done among them the works, and the works here, as I mentioned, were all his spiritual works, raising the dead, healing the blind, um, all of his spiritual works that no man was able to do prior. And let's actually look at. Well, it's just referring to all of his works, his teachings, his healings. If I've not done among them the works, which none other man did, healing the blind, causing people to walk, uh, raising the dead, they had not had sin. But now have they both seen and hated both me and my father. So now it's, it's not just Jesus they're hating. They're also hating our father, uppercase father, heavenly father. Verse 25, but this cometh to pass that the word might be fulfilled that is written in their law. They hated me without a cause. Now he is quoting scripture here. And, um, if we go to, let's go to the book of, uh, Psalm and let's go to chapter 69 verse four, they had hate me without a cause. Are more than the hairs of my head that they will destroy me. So again, this is Psalm sixty-nine, um, verse four, quoting what was going to take place in the future. The Book of Psalms was written probably whew, maybe a thousand years prior to Jesus um, coming, his first advent. In verse, uh, in chapter, in Psalm. Chapter 35, verse 19, the same thing. Let not them that are my enemies wrongfully rejoice over me, neither let them wink with the eye. They hate me without a cause. Again, two different chapters in the book of Psalms, um, quoting or uh, um, foretelling what would happen. And Jesus was referring to the, um, these scriptures. He was quoting scriptures Here. Let's go back to John chapter 15. And he's made sure to quote scripture, the same scriptures that these Pharisees, these non-believers were holding on to as their law. So he made sure he referred to their law to provide evidence. So again, he said, but this cometh to pass that the word might be fulfilled. Jesus is the fulfillment of the law, as we mentioned already in the previous podcast, that is written in their law. They hated me without a cause. Verse 26, but when the comforter is come, whom I was sent on to you from the father, that word comforter is in uppercase, uppercase C, and the comforter uh, translated to the Greek word is, um, lectos, which is basically a word, um, which means advocate. Pleading. It can be defined as one who pleads another cause with one an intercessor. Jesus is now our intercessor. He pleads with our heavenly father for the pardon of our sins. So verse 26, but when the comforter is come, whom I will send on to you from the father, even the spirit of truth, uppercase spirit, which proceedeth from the father, he shall testify of me. Verse 27, and ye also shall bear witness because you have been with me from the beginning. Now, he's not just referring to the beginning of when he called them as disciples, He's actually referring to the beginning, um, the beginning of of time and the first Earth age, and actually in the definition of the beginning here, it's from the Greek word arch, and uh, the, the definition here is beginning, origin, um, the first place, which is referred to the first Earth age, principality, rule of angels and demons. And, you know, in future podcasts, we'll talk about, you know, pre-existence and, you know, the first Earth age and how Jesus knew his disciples before he called them. But as always, I encourage you to study the scriptures for yourself, invest in tools like the Strong's. Exhaustive Concordance, the uh, Companion Bible, which is a a great uh, study tool. I use that all the time. And um, until the next time.